Today we're going to study about angels. And we're going to start the study on angels. Maybe two parts, three parts or four parts. But like grace, I don't think I would have to dwell on this too long. But the Lord is making me go in depth. And so it, it, it might be a part or two or three or four, depending on how deep the Lord is going to take me. We studied that the angels are ministering spirits. Last week we, we understood that they work for us. Also they work to us. In the Garden of Gethsemane, angels ministered to Jesus. Now in Hebrews, it talks about angels working for those who preach the gospel. Do you understand? Yes, I spoke about that last week. So we have our relationship restored, reconciled by Jesus Christ. He's given us the Holy Spirit and to empower us to overcome. There is a body and blood that I spoke about, yes? And then last week we spoke about the tongues. Not the tongues, as in glossalia, uh, the, our tongue. And how powerful it is. Death and life are part of the tongue. And today we're going to study about the angels. But before we go there, we have to look at the story so far. That is a creation. In Genesis 1.1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yes, if you believe that, and you believe the Bible, then good for you. If you don't believe that, you will have bigger problems than just not believing that. Yes? And in the New Testament, in John 1, 1 to 5, and verse 14 also, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with the Word, with, with God, and all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines, shines in darkness, and dark, darkness did not comprehend it. We find that there was darkness and the Lord said, let there be light. And the light is not created. It was already there with God. And it was God. More complicated than that. But the word is permissive when God said, let there be light. You understand? But here we understand that God created what we now see. And everything that was created was created through Jesus Christ. Is that clear? Yes? Then, the fall of man. We studied about that, about disobedience and deception. In Genesis 2, 15 and 2, 17, it says, of, the, of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, says God, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. And then in Genesis 3, 6, so the woman saw that the tree was good for food and it was 
pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise she took of its fruit and ate and she also gave it to her husband with her and he ate so this is the original sin as i said but here god says you shall surely die but you find that adam did not die instantly he lived but he died according to god in the spirit that which was connected with god died instantly that's why we all have to be born again do you understand so man is made up with spirit soul and body you are a spirit you have a soul you live in a body do you understand so there was a separation between the soul and the body with separated from the spirit spirit died yes so that is the cause of all the f- things that happened after the fall of man including the flood judgment where god found that uh, everything on earth that he had created had become wicked because of the influence of angels or the watchers when you say angels it means messengers technically but i use that term only so that you understand yes in 2 peter 2:5 it says and did not spare the ancient world but save noah one of eight people the preacher of righteousness bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly that means those people who ex- existed before the flood were ungodly god judged them that's the judgment of the flood and then after the flood noah raised up a family through shem ham and japheth do you understand and then there was another judgment when god told people to spread out and they refused to spread out and decided that they would gather together and they would make a tower and a city and then god came down and confused the language and and destroyed he says in verse 7 says come let us go down in um, genesis 11 7 says come let us go down therefore and confuse the language that they may not understand one another's speech so the lord scattered them abroad and they were over the face of all the earth and they ceased building the city therefore it is called babel because the lord confused the language of all the earth and from there the lord scattered them abroad over the face of the earth yes so god scattered them not only that he abandoned humanity this these are my words in other words he said okay i will not be god directly over them i will put other secretaries over them these secretaries are elohim class do you understand and then from that god said i will have one tribe as an inheritance that's my inheritance that 
that he chose a man and the man became a tribe and the tribe became a nation that is called Israel but before we go there in Deuteronomy 32:89 he says when the most high assigned lands to the nation he divided them up to the uh, divided up the human race he established the boundaries of the people according to the number in his heavenly court this is in the new living translation so each person was divided according to the number in the heavenly court do you understand yes so from this nation god chose one man that is the call of abraham in genesis chapter 12 and god gave me a lot of promises saying that whoever blesses you i'll bless whoever curses you i will curse and all the promises are yes and amen in christ christ jesus yes all the promises of abraham are ours according to galatians 3:13 you know these scriptures yes yes so so after sodom after um, now the tower of babel you had sodom and gomorrah that is human being left human beings left to the devices of their heart will commit sin i taught you all about this and all about what goes on what happens what the sin of sodom and gomorrah was in the orientation session yes but in genesis 19:24 says then the lord rained brimstone and fire on sodom and gomorrah from the lord out of the heavens and in jude 1:7 it says as sodom and gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner to these having given, given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh set forth as an example suffering the vengeance of eternal fire so we understand these are all the effects of sin if you leave man to the devices of his heart he'll always go towards sin just like if you were born born and brought up in a pigsty and wherever you kept you will always go back there that's why you need to renew your mind so you had the promise after that after the fall god promised that there would be a redeemer there would be someone to take our griefs our sorrows our sin our shame our punishment someone who will be struck for us instead of us as substitute to understand that is jesus christ yes yes in 2 corinthians 5:21 it says he became sin who knew no sin for us god made him that sin for us are you clear yes not only that for us to live in this fallen world he has given us his holy spirit that is we are the temple of god himself when the holy spirit came in the other day of pentecost people without the holy spirit thought that people with the spirit were drunk and peter got up and said no these are not drunk as you think but 
This is the prophecy made in Joel, made by Joel. About how it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. You old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. And also on my men servants and my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth. Blood and fire and pillars of smoke. This blood and fire and pillars of smoke in Joel 2, 20-32 is coming. But right now we are filled with the Holy Spirit, yes? This was a promise that was made. That is the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, and before that came Jesus Christ, making the New Covenant. That is the redemption, Yes? As I read earlier in John 1, 1 to 5, in the beginning was the word. In 1, 14 it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory and the glory of the one, or the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That is whom? Jesus Christ, yes? In John 17, 3 it says, This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So this is the redemption, yes? And, and this dreamer has redeemed us from, a, from all the curses. He removed away, he took upon himself our curses, our shame, our punishment. In Galatians 3.13, he says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having becoming a curse for us. That the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. This is whom we are given, the Holy Spirit. That is important. Everybody knows the first part. Most Christians know that, okay, Jesus redeemed us, but we need the Holy Spirit to live that life that God intends for us to live. That's why it says in Ephesians 4.30, it says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. That means you were sealed with the Holy Spirit. Whatever you do, if you're born again, you're taking God with you. He's Emmanuel, yes? So, today we're going to talk about angels, yes? So, but in Hebrews it says, for this reason he is the mediator of the new covenant, whom Jesus, by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of eternal inheritance. So, this was in the all the standard of God was placed in the Old Covenant. For those who are called, what does that mean? It doesn't mean God just call only some people and not the other. Those to walk worthy of their calling. Yes? It's not a principle 
where God has chosen some and not the other. Yes, God hardens the Pharaoh's heart and Judas was chosen and all that, but you're not Judas and you're not the Pharaoh, are you? Yes, take it personally, yeah? If you want to find faults, you can find fault with the Bible and you can throw it away and go straight to hell with it. That's your choice. But as for me and my family, we choose God. We live by God, yes? We receive the promises of eternal inheritance by faith in Christ. He's the promised one, yes? And finally, there will be a day of restoration. We haven't reached there yet. Even in our talks, we haven't reached there yet, yes? In 2 Peter 3.12, it says, Looking for and hastening the coming of the day of, the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. In 2 Peter 3.7, it says, But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment, and perdition of ungodly men. There will be a judgment again. This time it's not by flood, but by the fire. Do you understand? The only way you can escape that judgment, the only way that you can be saved from the wrath, is Christ, whom God has sent. Is that clear? Yes? When the Holy Spirit comes, And he is already there. But he, when he comes, the Bible says in John 16:8, he'll convince the world of, world of what? Sin, righteousness, and judgment. Yes? Do you understand? And if you, are, if you have that in mind, you will not go into sin, even though your body craves that sin. Do you understand? There will be a judgment for all of this. If you confess your sin, he is able to forgive. That is different. But that doesn't mean you, it's a license for you to sin. In our unfaithfulness, he is faithful. He cannot help it. But it's time we stop being unfaithful, yes? Hallelujah. In Revelation 21.1, he says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And also there was no more sea. So th all of this is going to be renewed. And made according to how it was before the fall of man. For me that is good news. Do you understand? Yes. I was showing someone around Uti. And every two seconds we passed a garbage can. And it smelled bad. In the new creation, there won't be any bad smells. Hallelujah. Do you understand? Yes? So, are you with me? Yes? So, repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, please give me a revelation of the gospel today. Please give me a revelation 
of the power of the gospel enabled me to understand what salvation truly is and how you have provided everything that I need as a free gift through Christ Jesus' death and burial and resurrection. Please enlighten me to these truths from your word, which I'll be taught today. I declare that I will be free from guilt, that I'll be free from condemnation, that I'll be free from a performance mentality. I declare that I abide in faith, abound in hope, that I keep myself in the love of God. I will overcome all trials. I will persevere and develop Christ-like character by His power. Amen. From this day forward, may your grace, O Heavenly Father, be the foundation of my daily relationship with you. Amen. Amen. So I have written my notes down about angels because this is a vast topic. The Bible is the only book that gives us an insight into the heavenly and infernal words, worlds. Do you understand? That we can rely on. There are a lot of stories that are made, a lot of fantasies that are made, but Bible is the only reliable source. Do you understand? The scriptures are full of the supernatural, and there are hundreds of scriptures revealing to man all he needs to know about the spirit world. Do you understand? If you need to know something hidden, that is not in the Bible, that is your problem. What we need to know, God has already revealed to us. Is it clear? Yes? So, according to Galatians 3, 13-14, we covered this already, that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having becoming a curse for us. Yes? That we might have... One, we redeemed the promises of Abraham and the promise of the Spirit, yes? So you must be redeemed from all curses. And how will you be redeemed? It's a free gift through Christ Jesus. And you have the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. Yes? In Romans 8.14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Why am I saying this? Unless you're redeemed by Christ and unless you're filled by the Holy Spirit, if you speak about angels, you're not talking about biblical angels. You're talking about something else. Oh, pastor, I had the vision of this man appearing to me. I said, very good. Do you understand? Unless you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you have the Word of God abiding in you, 
anything can appear to you. Are you clear? Be very careful these days, yes? So, we, when I'm talking about the spirit world, the Elohim class, we're talking about various spirit beings that inhabit the material worlds around us. Right now there are angels around us. We just don't see it because when we see, we see through physical medium. But they are spiritual, yes? But for the purpose of this study, we bring it all under the general heading of angels. So when I'm talking about angels, I'm just not talking about the messengers. Like for example, when I talk about postmen, you understand they work for the post office, yes? Do you understand? It's like saying the word postman for the whole of mankind. But so that you understand, when I say postman, I mean the whole of mankind. Is it clear? Yes? Yes, so that's, that's how I'm using the word angels. So, God willing, we may get more technical later, but do you understand? Yeah? So, the word angel is used roughly 300 times, like 297 times in the King James Version. We have the new King James Version that we, I used to teach. It uh, comes from the root meaning dispatch as a deputy. In other words, if I'm sending someone to, to the bank as an authorized person, I'm technically sending a deputy. I'm technically sending an angel, messenger. Do, do you understand? On my behalf, yes? Do you understand? The, in the Hebrew word malak, which is used for angels, means messenger or ambassador, specifically of God. A related word, malakwat, is translated to message in Haggai 1.13, yes? It says, um, Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, spoke the Lord's message, saying, I am with you, says the Lord. Do you understand? So Haggai is human, yes? Do you understand, yes? Even the name Malachi, which means my messenger, also derives from the word Malak. It's a book not Malachi, it's Malaka. Yes? Do you understand? Yes. So, in Greek, the word for angel is angelos, which also means messenger. Do you understand? And in the scripture, there are only four angels that are named. That is in um, in the first uh, instance is Daniel in Daniel ten thirteen, the angel is Michael. If you turn your Bibles there, Daniel ten thirteen, 
Remember, there are only four angels named in the scripture, yes? In Daniel 10, 13, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for had been left alone there with the king of Persia. So you see the word Michael there, yes? In Daniel 10, 21. It says, But I will tell you what is noted in the scripture of truth. No one upholds me against his except Michael, your prince. Yes? Daniel 12, 1. At that time, Michael shall stand up, and the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even unto that time. Yes? So the name is there for Michael, yes? Yes? In Jude 1 9, it says, Yet Michael the archangel, in contending with the devil, when you disputed about the body of Moses, dare not bring, him, bring against him a reviling accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke you. Do you understand? Now, here. Michael is confronting Satan. And all he does is take a message from the Lord and what the Lord has said and applies it to that situation. He says, Lord, rebuke you. And Satan leaves, yeah? Do you understand? He, he did not accuse Satan of all the things that he did wrong. In other words, he had a list of things he could have said, you did this, you did that, you did that, you did that, and therefore, get away. It's important to remember that when you are used by the Lord to deliver somebody, you just use the words the Lord gives you. Do you understand? Don't add any masala to it. Do you understand? Don't add any reviling accusation to it. Do you understand? Because the deliverance is not from you, it's from the Lord, yes? Am I clear on this, yes? Yes? You don't have to respect the devil. Some people do that. No. You don't have to offer him any respect. Do you understand? He can't touch you, but don't mess with him. Is that clear? Yes? So use the authority the Lord has given and don't overstep that boundary. Yes? Am I clear on what I'm saying? Yes? In Revelation 12, verse 7, we're talking about the names of uh, the angels, particularly Michael. And war broke out in heaven, and Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. So, you find the name Michael, yes? Then Gabriel. Let's go back to Daniel 8.16. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of the Uli, who called and said, Gabriel, make this man understand the vision. 
Yes. In Daniel 9.21. Yes. While I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering. Here, it is talking about the man Gabriel. Some people have understood that as Gabriel having no wings. But it says, being caused to fly swiftly. So, something caused him to move. He didn't fly swiftly. He was caused to fly. Did you understand, yeah? Why this is important? Because there are some angels with wings, some angels that look like men. Do you understand? You won't know them. that they are angels yes the bible speaks about that but i'm getting it in luke 119 and the angel answered and said to him i'm gabriel who stands in the presence of god and was sent to speak to you and bring bring you these glad tidings yes so again you find the word gabriel the name gabriel luke 126 Now in the 6th month the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth here it is he is known as the angel Gabriel do you understand yes then we come to Lucifer i've taught you that his name is not actually Lucifer Yes, uh, his reality of his name and what not. I'm not going to go into it right now. But you'll find that in Isaiah 14, 12-14 and Ezekiel 28, 11-17. Then you have Abaddon or Apollyon. Go to Revelation 9-11. It says, And they had a king, they had asking over them, an angel of the bottomless pit whose name in hebrew is abaddon but in greek he has a name apollyon there are people who actually believe the word abaddon is saddam hussein because that's not his real name there was a name given to him by his mother because uh, Saddam means the destroyer. Do you understand? Yes. His actual name is something else. Do you understand? But uh, be that as it may. Prophesy, you, at best you can look at it as being circular. Do you understand? Because he invaded Kuwait for five months and that correlates to the five months in the book of Revelation and all that. Do you understand? Let it be. here we are not looking into that but here in revelation 9:11 it says this angel is called abaddon and in greek he has a name apollyon that means in every language there's a different name to understand of this angel yeah so we we know of only these four angels from scripture if you go into sura scripture or apocrypha we don't know who was written you can find more names but 
Do you understand? Yes. The reality of angels is plainly evident in scripture. That's, that much is clear. And they are mentioned throughout the Bibles. Throughout the Bible, I'm sorry. Bible, not Bibles. In Jacob's dream, in Genesis 28, gives us a glimpse of their ongoing activity. Let's go to Genesis 28. Verse 12. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set upon the earth, and his top reached unto heaven. And there the angel of the Lord was ascending and descending on it. And then Jacob awoke. Okay, Genesis 28, verse 12. I just read verse 12. If you go to verse 16 to 17, it says, Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. There is none other than... This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Basically, Jacob stumbled upon a what we call, what we know as a portal. And in this portal, there were angels going from heaven and coming to earth. So this was a portal between heaven and the earth. Do, do you understand? Yes? Yes? So this is what Jacob saw. Do you understand? Yeah. So this this is one of the activity of the angels. In fact, the Bible talks in the New Testament of Jesus saying there are angels who report to the Father. They uh, what what people do. Yes. Do you understand? Likewise, the Book of Job reveals the presence of angels in heaven, referring to them as sons of God. Job states that there, are, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan was also among them. In Job 1.6, yes? In Job, another day is described and uh, it is in first verse of the second chapter. So, so again, if you go there, you'll find that. Yeah? So, like, like this. Remember in, in Job, angels are mentioned as the sons of God. Yes? Let's just pray in tongues because this topic is proving to be more tough than what it seemed. Yeah? Hallelujah. Shukur. Father, I pray that you help me teach, Lord. I pray that you send your angels around us, Lord. God is in protect us. Let every resistance be crushed in Jesus' name. Every opposition to the gospel be crushed right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So, remember, the word uses sons of God. In the midst of God's questioning Job, we learn that the same sons of God were present at creation in Job 38, 4-7. It says, Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? God is asking Job, oh, Tell me if you, if you have understanding. Who determined its measure? Surely you will know. Or who stretched the line upon it? And to what were its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstones? 
when the morning stars sang together and all of the son of sons of god shouted for joy do you understand so there are morning stars and the sons of god yes so if you accept the authority of the bible you will know that angels are there yes so there are innumerable number of angels we can't count them in daniel 7:10 if you go there it says daniel describes the scene around the throne of the ancient of days saying that thousands of thousands ministered unto him 10000 times 10000 stood before him that's a lot yes that's a lot of angels yes so daniel didn't take count of each one of them he was just describing what he saw yes john also says the same thing in revelation 5:11 he says i beheld and i heard voice of many angels around the throne and the beast of the beast and the elders and the numbers of them was 10000 times 10000 and thousands of thousands i mean so were innumerable yes do you understand luke simply states that there were multitude of heavenly hosts that appeared to the shepherds in luke 2:13 in the night of christ's birth Do you understand? He just says there's multitude. Yes? Paul also mentions an innumerable company of angels. Where? In Hebrews 12.22. That's all done our Bible says. It says, but you have come to Mount Zion. And to the city of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. To an innumerable angel. company of angels now look at me why am i teaching this because on earth when you have servants when you have maids you use them to do tasks for you just like that God uses angels to do tasks for him. If you are in the plan of God, God sends his angels to assist you in doing the plan of God. You will have angel protection. They will minister for you. and towards you you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free and you should know that this is available to you and to me do you understand that yes i have spoken to you in the past about many men of god who have had experience with angels I believe I have seen a couple of times an angel who who has guided me 
A person I know was in a car coming back after retreat and the, the driver was driving rashly or something and he was overtaking something and something happened and they were going to crash into an, an oncoming truck but he saw an angel push that car away to the side. Do you understand? There was a man of God who got a call saying that the the caller was in trouble and they should meet at uh, underneath a bridge and so this man of god went there he was a visiting preacher he went there and saw nobody there five years later another man said do you know who i am he said no and the preacher said no and he said i'm the one who called you to come i was waiting for you to get out of the car with a gun to shoot you then is like i didn't shoot you because there were five or six armed people with you and they were big people and they were armed to the teeth and i wasn't going to mess with them who were they he said i don't know who they were there was nobody in the car with me do you understand that was the angel do you understand an unbeliever came to the church one day and saw an angel sitting in the podium behind the man of god who was to preach every time the angel whispered to the man of god the man of god became according to his words undone meaning he just went wow like a revelation do you understand so angels are real there are angels around us i've seen them when we worship i've heard them sing the other day i was talking to some people because i heard chanting like christian chanting biblical chanting i was wondering where i could have heard such chants i mean at first i thought it was something I was listening towards something, but no, now I know for sure, because I heard the same voice, same voices, I would say, when I was in the hospital. There's no way in the ICU or in my room I could have heard the same voices at the same level. In fact, I asked certain people around me, I said, do you hear the singing? Do you understand? So you could reason it out, something or the other but there's no way do you understand so that's what they do yes they go in and out of the portals and they do worship they do a lot of things but we need to know from scripture what they do who they are and what the scripture says about them because this is a resource that we have to aid us to strengthen us hallelujah and we should know this and the truth will set us free amen let's pray we do not want to end this message of hope and love without letting you know that if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead 
you will be saved. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved.